0: This thing was standing broadside, looking right at us. It's massive. I don't know what it is. I'm thinking bear. When I, after I saw that and I looked at Buddy, he was like, oh, we're dead. This is where we're going to die.
1: Welcome back to the Crypto Creature Podcast. I'm Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Todd. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Brian. What's happening, man? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Man. Just getting ready for this great show.
2: Me too. Me too. As always. Oh, yeah. Got a a fun guest on this time, Brian. Got Mr. Alan Jackson is coming on to talk tonight. Alan Jackson. Not the country singer. Not the country singer. But uh, entertaining as well, he is a great storyteller for sure. Um, had an encounter in West Virginia with the Woodburger.
1: The Woodburger, <laughs> yes, the that, Woodburger. That, that just cracks me up. Every I time. know it's funny, but it's true. They exist. Yeah, that's what they call them Yeah, I know he's going to talk that's about all right. that tonight. So yeah, let's bring him on. Be good, yeah, this is going to be exciting. Yeah, let's do this. All right, you ready? Here we go. Let's bring him on,
2: Alan. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it so much. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Thanks for inviting me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're happy you're here. Thanks for agreeing to do this. Absolutely, all man. Right,
0: no problem. I'd like to help out any way I can.
2: Alan, uh, you and I have spoken several times before us recording the show, and, and we've talked about a lot of things, and you've got a lot of uh, experiences and encounters and whatnot, but you have your own encounter personally. Um, but why don't you tell us about your background, where you came from, um, about your life, what you thought about Bigfoot growing up, and all that stuff before you came into your encounter.
0: Gotcha. My name's Alan Jackson. Uh, unfortunately, I was born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky. Love the state, hate the city. Um, father was a colonel in the army; had a high rank, had a high military clearance. Uh, mom was a school teacher in biology. I've got an older brother who was a school teacher, retired school teacher. Mom um, uh, college grad, going into school teaching. Um, I have a son and uh, basically lived in Louisville my whole life, graduated from Moorhead State University. And uh, I believed in Bigfoot as a child. The first time what caught my attention to Bigfoot was uh, in search of with Leonard Nimoy. Yep. And I was always intrigued that a big hairy creature was in the Northwest, specific, uh, the Pacific Northwest. And then I watched the legend of Boggy Creek that just uh, took my interest in the Bigfoot off the charts and I've always believed in Bigfoots and werewolves and vampires just because my family's religious and they talk about certain scriptures in the Bible and all this and that so as a child your mind wanders but with my dad being in the military I might have heard things I should have never heard and God bless his soul he's no longer with us and I'm just open, fully openly to talk about stuff that I've overheard that won't get my dad into trouble.
2: I understand. So, you, when you saw like the Patterson film, is that kind of what really intrigued you? You said in search of. I think it was, did they not show the Patterson film on that? Oh, they episode? showed
0: it. They did a lot of things. They did a lot of. They did the, uh, the gambling Patterson gambling film. Yeah. And uh, then they did some other expeditions, and it just intrigued me that i knew who leonard nimoy was he was spock i always called him Spock. right but it's just it intrigued me i'm an outdoors kid i love hunting and fishing and camping and then i saw this and realized oh my god there's a huge something out there as a kid it just intrigues you
2: right i remember yeah. watching that on the big uh square cabinet style tv box that back in the day the old um in search of you know i think it came on like sunday nights or something like that but yeah
0: yeah, it seemed like it was like in the seventies or eighties.
2: Seventies for sure, yeah, and maybe some eighties too. And it too. just
0: intrigued me. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
2: So, tell us what what happened. You know, you grew up and 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 uh, you got a little bit older, and you're out in the woods and had had an incident, so to speak, or an encounter. You want to you want to break into that and tell us about what happened? Or
0: yeah, so like I'm a city boy with country blood in me. On my mom's side, um, one of her grandmothers was a full-blooded Cherokee Indian on my dad's side we're German but I love the outdoors I love the woods and half of my childhood was spent in West Virginia on my dad's side of the family and though my mom lived in West Virginia she was born in Kentucky around Corbin Kentucky and uh, I just love the woods I love fishing and hunting and every time I went to West Virginia to visit my grandmother and my cousins I'd always go out in the woods and I always, as a kid, even in high school, always, hey, don't, you know, Kentucky, we like shooting basketball. So I'd be outside in front of my aunt and uncle's house shooting basketball at like nine, ten o'clock at night. And people would come out like, hey, you need to get inside of it. the booger will get you. I'm thinking the boogeyman. I'm not thinking the mountain booger or the wood booger, which is a 10-foot, hairy, Bigfoot-like creature. It never dawned on me. Until 1991, when I had my encounter, and this, it, it forever changed my life.
2: Yeah, the uh, I've heard about that. the The Booger Man will get you out there. The that, they're not kidding. That it's not just a, a false kind of thing. I, I heard that as a kid too, but I always thought, well, they just parents tell you that to scare you, to make you right. not go in the woods. But they're real, right?
0: Well, yeah, I found out in October 91 how real these things are. Okay, you know. Again, from the city, when you hear "booger," the booger will get you. You're thinking the booger man, the boogie man. Right. You know, never dawned on I me mean, it's a bigfoot-like creature. But uh, October one Friday, I realized what they were mentioned as wood booger or mountain booger, and it just when you think of these things, you think Pacific Northwest, you think Northern California, Oregon, Washington, British Columbia, Canada. You don't think West Virginia.
2: No, you don't. You don't. And I spent right. a lot of time in West Virginia myself as a kid, and I I remember my dad did not want me spending time up in the mountains. I, I'd love to climb the mountains. I'd get as high as I could, as far away from the house. I mean, I would. my, my grandparents' house, I mean, it would be like the size of a, a screw head or smaller, like a pinhead, where I could see that. But then I hear my dad yelling, you know, he would not let me go too far in the mountains. I'm like, well, why? There's nothing here. I mean, I'm watching out for snakes. There's no, you're not going to run into a bear, but. You know, i always wonder why they would never let me drift too far off in the There's mountains. There's a lot
0: there. of bears in West Virginia. Yeah, there
2: there there are, but um, you don't see them. Too and the often. county that
0: my family's from in West Virginia is Boone County, and when you hunt in West Virginia, if you're allowed to take a second bear, your first bear has to be in Boone County because they're overpopulated. Oh, really? Yeah. So where we hunt at today is in Greenbrier in Nicholas County, West Virginia. So if we bear hunt and we get an extra bear tag, we have to go to Boone County to kill our first bear. So it's just like, I don't want to go back to Boone County. I love it. I love the people there. I still have friends there, but I just, 91, I'm done.
2: So why don't you tell us about that story?
0: Well, at the time, I played college football for Union College. I transferred to Moorhead State. And uh, we were, it was opening, the opening day of bow season was on uh, October of Saturday. And we decided to drive down Friday to, uh, you know, go bow hunting the next morning. And where my family's at. Some of them own coal mines or they're foremans and coal mines or CEOs of coal mines. And I had, you know, permission to go on certain properties. And this happened to be our family property that they uh, their coal mines are on. And me and a friend of mine from that area and a friend of mine from uh, Louisville, we all decided to go up there and at night decided to go up to find the specific fields that we were looking for to find where the deer were feeding bedding and their movement so we started walking we walked around the bend of the mountain we're now the headlights of the truck we're now in complete darkness we're walking on a you know a coal mine road on family property you know we got a 20 foot uh rock wall to our left four to five six foot berm to our right which leads down in the valley it wasn't a drop off it was more of a 45 decline we're walking we're just cutting up you know i mean uh, buddy are cutting up and it was probably 10 15 minutes in of walking you know going like this down the road bending left bending right that i just looked up the full moon and i'm like i'm gonna mess with buddy here and I was like, hey, you ever seen that movie, American Werewolf in London? And he's walking. He's kind of like looking at me. He's like, no, what? I was like, you remember when the beginning of the movie, the guys are walking in the moors and they say, don't get off the road. He's like, oh, man, don't go there. Please don't. It's a full moon. I get scared easy. I was like, you remember about the werewolf and them getting attacked? And I'm starting to freak out Buddy a little bit. He stops like, hey, listen, if I'm going to walk with you, you need to stop this shit. I'm like, OK, all right, I'll stop it. <laughs> so we're walking. It was probably five or 10 minutes later, we heard like a growl and we both stopped in our tracks and we're both looking at each other. And He's like, you had a say, it. you jinxed us. Well, it was a jet. You know how jets go in the sky and they roar and it sounds like a creature roaring. Right. We're like, you know, looking up and realize it's a jet. And we're like, oh God, thank God it's a jet. And we're like freaking out. We're like, woo. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a jet. We're like, oh my God, you know. You're freaking us out. And we're like, oh, we're starting to laugh. It's like, okay, or we're getting scared for nothing. And he was like, you know, don't prank us. You know, don't mess with us. You know, you're going to jinx us. So we started walking a little bit further. We probably walked another five or 10 minutes. And uh, we're still cracking up. He's like, no, no, don't freak with me. I get scared reason. Really. I was like, all right, buddy, I won't mess with you. And we're just talking about, you know, talking about finding the fields And it was about five or 10 minutes later, we heard the same roar. And we stopped. I remember putting my my hand on my right ear, listening up for the jet. But there's one problem. There was no jet flying by. And we both looked at each other and like, you heard the roar. He's like a growl. He's like, yeah. I was like, I don't hear a jet. I don't see a jet. He's like, you jinxed us. You messed with us. You had to say the American Werewolf in London stuff. You just jinxed us so we started looking <laughs> around we're looking around at the ground level all right and we don't see anything and we can see visibly it was like one of the fullest brightest moons i've ever seen we don't see anything and it's like we're our minds playing tricks on us we're both laughing it was like okay all right you know, I, I, you know we're freaking out for nothing let's just keep walking we kept walking and as we're walking I should have realized, and what they say when you these things come around, that you smell them. The first thing you do is you smell them. I didn't smell anything. Number two is you don't hear any other creatures. And we didn't hear any other creatures. You didn't hear the owls. You didn't hear the crickets. You don't hear mice, possum, raccoons, coyotes. You don't hear sea deer. We saw and heard nothing. And that should have been the first telltale sign of get the hell out of here. But I wasn't thinking because I thought the fields were closer, but they were actually farther in real life. They were like seven miles away from the top gate. I thought they were only like maybe a mile, a mile and a half. So I was walking for no reason. And it was buddy said i don't hear anything i'm like that's a good thing it's like no i don't hear any animals we don't hear owls or nothing i was like okay maybe they're asleep not thinking of me being a biology guy that they're nocturnal so we're walking a little bit further and buddy kept on telling me he thought he heard something like something was walking with us i don't know if it's a bear whatnot but he kept on hearing stuff i didn't hear anything at first And we would stop occasionally, look around. And we're only looking at ground level. So we're on this coal mine road with a ditch to our left, a berm to our right. and We're just scanning around 360 on ground level. It never dawned on us to look up at the ridge. Right. And we started walking a little bit more. And then on my left side of my ear, I kept on hearing little thumps and thuds. And I occasionally look back to my left at ground level, thinking like something's walking with us, it wasn't. It was only until I heard the snapping of a branch that was very loud with a thump, that we stopped and we looked to our left about our seven, eight o'clock. we're still looking at ground level because that's where the noise came from, see nothing. So we're looking at the ditch, we see nothing. And then we just kept looking back, don't see anything. I'm like, you heard that, right? He's like, yeah. And he's starting to freak out, panicking. I keep looking back. I was like, I don't see anything. What the hell is it? And I even walked over and looked around, didn't see anything. Didn't smell anything. I was like, okay, my mind's playing tricks on me. I jinxed us. I mentioned werewolves. It's a full moon. We're starting to freak ourselves out. So we continue walking, trying to talk, change the story. And I can still hear the thumping noise now occasionally we look back and just keep hearing the thumping noise thumping noise thumping noise we heard another loud large thud and a snapping of a branch and I'd look around and this would go on like for 10-15 minutes as we're walking but when we heard the second snapping and the thud I stopped because it was a loud snapping as if like Breaking bones, a big branch. It was, it, it like echoed. And I stopped and turned around immediately, looking at my, you know, seven, eight o'clock, and I don't see anything. Buddy keeps looking back, and I just hear Buddy say, Oh God. I'm like, stop and what? And he's looking past me like he did previously, looking up, his mouth's quivering. He's like, Oh my God, oh my God. And I look back, and now this big glob instead of being on the left side of the power lines, it's now on the side that we're on. It crossed the power lines so it's in the woods past the power lines where we're at. And I'm like looking at it, looking at Buddy, looking back, I'm like that thing moved. And now we're freaking out. And then I'm looking at it closely and it's a big mass. It's not tall, it's short, but wide. I can't make make a you know, if what it is. Is it a bush? Is it a boulder? And I'm looking at it, and I was like, hey, buddy, is that a bear? And he's like, if that is, that's the biggest bear in in Boone County, West Virginia. I'm looking, I was like, that's the size of a grizzly. Surely, I was like, grizzlies don't come. I was like, what the hell is it? And we kept looking at it, kept looking at it. And it almost looked like it was swaying back and forth, left and right. The wind was blowing, but it's like, it almost looked like it was rocking back and forth. Now, it, my eyes could be playing tricks, on I me, mean, yes. But it almost looked like it was rocking back and forth just a little bit. And I'm sitting like looking up at it, it was like, is it moving? It clearly moved because it's not where it's at or did we find another bush? We don't know what it was. And so when we started walking and we kept looking back, Buddy realized it's walking with us. And I look back and sure enough, this thing that was short and fat is now tall and less wide. And I look back, and I was like, oh my God, buddy, is that on two feet? What is that? Bears do stand on their hind legs and, you know, do this to make themselves look big. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, oh my God, what, you know, what in the hell is this? It's only when I realize is we're still walking forward, looking back that this thing's now walking on two legs and it's taking its left arm and right arm, moving a tree either left or right. So it was swaying like this and that, moving trees going like this up a ridgeline above us. And then it dawned on me, that's not a bear. And your viewers are gonna laugh when I say this because I jinxed this in the beginning. It's a full moon. I mentioned the American werewolf in London. The first thing in my mind, this is gonna sound goofy and stupid, at the time, you just got to remember our mindset. I'm thinking, oh my god, it's a werewolf. These things really exist.
2: No, I don't. I don't think that's crazy at all because um, I've heard of the dog man, and I've told Brian a hundred times. I'm scared to death of werewolves. The movie The Howling ruined everything for me, and now I hear about these dog man things out there. So, I'd, I, yeah, I'd be terrified.
0: I'm thinking, yeah, we're thinking werewolf, and he's like, you jinxes. I mean, he's hit me under my shoulder, like, good job. You jinxed this. Now we're going to die because of werewolf. You thought it, and it just appeared. I'm like, this thing was so massive. Like, massive. And when you see a werewolf, you know, in the movies, they're, like, tall and slender. This thing was, like, massively wide and tall. It's just like, the hell is this? So we're picking up our pace, walking further and faster. I keep looking back, and this thing, the strides that it took was massive and as it take a left step it took its left arm and move a sapling we're talking saplings this big moved them like this as it stepped over so it would move a sapling to the right hanging over the ledge as it took a right step so if it stepped left it would go like this if it stepped right it would go like this it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen at that time Alan did you think
2: that did you think Bigfoot then at that time or
0: no I didn't think Bigfoot my mindset you know I'm thinking werewolf because it's a full moon because the full moon is literally right you know to our two three or two o'clock mm-hmm. and I'm just like oh dear god because the way we were going at the mountain because when it came down off the moon is now behind us because we were taking left of the bend when it came off the mountaintop so the moon was behind us at that time but this time the moon's at our two o'clock right here to you know, my right two o'clock this thing is back at my 7, 8 o'clock. And we're walking. This thing's walking with us. And each step, you could hear the thump. And in a weird way, you can almost feel the vibrations of the thump. Though it's 20, 25 feet up, probably 20 yards off, is, you could hear the thump. And it was just like, I keep looking at Buddy. I'm like, do you feel that? He's like, I'm trying not to think about this let's just get the hell out of here he's freaking out and i just i'm in shock like am i seeing what i'm seeing is this a bear or a werewolf and never dawned on me at the time a big foot so we continuously walk and this thing continuously follows us and we keep walking and i was like you know buddy pick up the pace try to fast walk as fast as you can don't run because creatures if you run they like to chase just keep walking fast. So he's walking fast as he can. I'm walking fast. Each step, this thing's making ground on us. Like we're walking fast. Six to 10 of our steps is one of its step. So it's like getting closer to us, to our left. And it's a point, it's almost to our nine o'clock. And i keep walking, keep walking. And I noticed there was like boulders and stuff or rocks up here that it was going to have to either go left or right of. And so we're walking and we're making ground on it. And I just noticed that it was going up, the the ridge line was going up to around 30, 40 feet, but it was start dropping off closer to our left. As in, as far we're walking, the ridge line's coming down at us. And I keep looking up to my left above or ahead of me and realize this thing's gonna be at ground level with us because the mountain starts coming down towards leveled with the road and I'm like, oh shit, this is where we're going to die at. <laughs> and I looked at Buddy, I said, Buddy, I said look to our left, he's like, oh god we're going to die, and I'm like we're going to have to stop and turn around because eventually this thing's going to be at ground level with us and uh, it's massive, I don't know what it is I'm thinking bear or, or a werewolf, never done on me bigfoot So we continuously walk, and this thing continuously follows us. And we keep walking, and I was like, you know, buddy, pick up the pace. Try to fast walk as fast as you can. Don't run, because creatures, if you run, they like to chase. Just keep walking fast. So he's walking fast as he can. I'm walking fast. Each step, this thing's making ground on us. Like, we're walking fast. Six to ten of our steps is one of its steps. So it's like getting closer to us, to our left. And it's a point, it's almost to our nine o'clock. And I'm keep walking, keep walking. And I noticed there was like boulders and stuff or rocks up here that it was gonna have to either go left or right of. And so we're walking and we're making ground on it. And I just noticed that it was going up. The, the, the ridge line was going up to around 30, 40 feet, but it was start dropping off closer to our left. As, in, as far as we're walking, the bridge line's coming down at us. And I keep looking up to my left above or ahead of me and realize this thing's going to be at ground level with us. Because the mountain starts coming down towards leveled with the road. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is where we're going to die at. <laughs> and I looked at Buddy. I said, Buddy, I said, look to our left. He's like, oh, God, we're going to die. I'm like, we're going to stop and turn around because eventually this thing's going to be at ground level with us and uh, it's massive. I don't know what it is. I'm thinking bear or or a werewolf. Never done on me Bigfoot. And we just stopped and it stopped. And uh, we decided right then and there we're going to turn around and walk. And what I fail to tell your viewers and you at this time, as we're walking buddies like You know how when you're with your wife or your girlfriend, if they're walking on your right side, they take your right side of your arm, wrap their arms around. But he's wrapping his arms around me and he's digging his fingernails inside of me because he's scared. Okay. So he's digging his claws in the right side of my forearm and and bicep because he's freaking out. So when we decided to stop and turn around 180, now he's to my left. So now the mountain's to our right, the ridge is to our right, and the berm is to our left. So, Buddy grabs my left arm and does the same thing. So he's like embedding his fingernails. He's squeezing me. I mean he's he's breaking skin on both arms. he's He's that freaked out. so he's grabbing me, just taking and just his fingernails he's in. not letting go. yeah, he's he's freaked out. I mean, he's like somewhere in the process, I heard him quoting the Lord's Prayer. That's how scared he was.
2: That'll All right, it. that's
0: not a joke. He, we laugh about it now. It's like we laugh about it, or like being gordo, because after this night, I've never seen or heard from Buddy ever again. All right, wow. this night put him in a loony bin. Kid, you not. So he's gripping onto me. You uh, know, I'm like telling him to loosen up. Now this thing is at our one, two o'clock. The moon is now kind of at the opposite direction at our 6 you, or, or 7 o'clock. You guys
2: turned around. We're going back up because you didn't... Yeah, we're whatever. turning
0: back around going towards the truck where we came from. Okay. This thing was standing broadside looking right at us and Buddy to my left was like, oh my God, it's staring right at us. Oh, it's looking, watching us. It's head's turning. I'm like, just don't look at it. Keep your face forward. Just, just walk. Just walk past it. Let's like walk as if we don't know it's there. So as we're walking past it, buddy decides to look at it he's like it's staring right at us watching us i can see its eyes looking at us i'm like just just keep walking don't make any motions to piss it off let's just keep walking so now we've passed it now it's back to my five o'clock four o'clock we're walking past it now to my right at my two three o'clock is the power lines and i'm like all right buddy look back see if it's moving he's like no it's not It's still standing there. Now it's pivoting towards our direction. I was like, that's good. Let's just keep walking. So we're walking. We're walking now past the power lines. The power lines are above us. The clearing's to our right up the mountain. So we're walking past that, us, or past it, I should say. Buddy's looking back, and he grabs me and squeezes even harder. He's like, holy shit, it's walking. It's walking in our direction. I look back. And then sure enough, it's walking in our direction. I'm like, oh God, oh God. If we can just get in the headlights of the truck and just run towards the truck, we'll be all right. I think us being the beam lights of the truck will be all right. Let's just keep walking a little bit faster. Now I can hear it walking. I can hear the thumps and thuds. I can hear the snapping and cracking of the branches. It wasn't making that earlier. It's like now walking with haste, fast. And you can just tell by the pace of the stump, the, the steps and the thumps and the snapping and cracking of the branches and twigs that it's 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 just hurry. I don't know what else to call it. So as we're walking, I look back. It's walking through the clearing. When I saw it walk through the clearing, I saw the massive size of it. Its arms would hang down. Its arms would kind of you know hang below its knees, walking like this. How it walked, it was weird. It would like take its left leg curve in word and outward its right leg would curve in and then outward it would walk like this
2: like a, a zigzag like motion swing its leg in and out as it steps is what you're saying right its it knee would weird. come into its the arms middle would
0: follow the same direction hmm. but it would be on the side so if it stepped left it would like its left arm would do the same motion you know how we walk if we walk with left leg sometimes our right arm will come forward right. this thing would walk if it did with its left leg its left arm did the same thing it was weird okay it, weird i've never seen anything walk like this okay it would just sway and it would kind of like do this when it walk do what so when it walk it would kind of go like this
2: when you say this would, people can't see we're, we're on video arms, but people.
0: so it would, it would like as it, it would take a left leg step forward left leg would come in and go out uh-huh. along with its arm as it would do this it would like go down low and come up high. Okay. But still, when it came down low, it was still over seven and a half foot tall. Okay. So, wow. and it's picking up its pace because it would do the motion faster. And I'm like, just keep walking faster. So once we got...
2: Well, let me let stop you past- right there for a second. People say when they they see these things walk, it looks like they're they're, they're almost... uh. What's it called? Cross-country skiing. Did it look like it was doing a motion like that?
0: Yeah, it looked like it was a cross-country skier, but the difference is if your left arm is for you know, it's just... It, was, it wasn't
2: it was doing the opposite arm, arm, leg. It was doing same arm, same leg. Same,
0: it was doing the same arm.
2: That's so weird. How could you walk like That's that? The That's
0: the weirdest thing, and it looked uncoordinated. But its coordination was better than any human athlete.
2: I've heard that before, too.
0: It yeah. looked awkward. It just looked like
2: Brian, you've heard that before too, haven't
1: you? Yeah. Yep, I
0: have. It just it just it looked awkward. It just it didn't look natural. But it was natural for this thing cuz this thing's coordination skills. Listen, I played high school and college football. I was a gifted athlete. What didn't position were
2: you? What position did you play by the way?
0: In high school I played left tackle, tight end college you're, you're, they want to play defensive end but i was like an awesome tight end i had the speed of defensive ends and linebackers
2: what size are you Alan? How i'm big? 6'3 at
0: the time i was 6'3 240 so i'm a, now 6'3 270 you're a big guy
2: you're a big guy so
0: yeah you know what i mean sing. it's it's unheard of to see a white guy this tall that can run a 40 less than a five but i did nice but uh now I couldn't do it in less than six seconds, <laughs> but I, don't, I wouldn't even try.
2: I'd sprained it I was but,
0: physically uh... athletic then. This thing made me look like I was a special needs person. Hmm. The way this thing looked and moved, it looked awkward, but the flow and the athleticism this thing had was it's, science and biology has a lot of explaining to do.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah.
0: So once it got past the clearing, it stopped. For some reason, don't know why, we kept walking. Buddy looked back and said it stopped. I was like, "Good," and we're making ground on it. It was probably, I'm guessing, 20 to 30 seconds later, we hear this god awful noise and we stop in our tracks. We immediately both turn to our right, back at this thing. And this is where I cannot believe what I saw. It's like all motions and feelings all wrapped in one. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was the scariest effing thing I've ever seen. It was the most athletically thing I've ever seen. It's the thing I can't explain that I've ever seen all wrapped in one experience. This thing, I don't know if it growled, snapped stuff. It was just a scary noise. This thing jumped up, kid you not, and this thing is probably 20 to 30 feet high. All right. This thing jumped up, out and towards us, landed on the um, coal road, hit the ground, and raised completely up, upright, flexing its chest, going like, you know, Hulk Hogan doing the Hulk but not intentionally doing it. Just it's normal stance. And I remember looking at Buddy and pardon me for my language. This is exactly what I said. I was like, "Ugh, we're fucking dead. Yeah, because our security blanket just left. This thing just two seconds ago was 20 feet to 30 feet high. And we had a drop off the ditch and everything which there's surely the God, it wouldn't jump off this thing did this alright it jumped off jumped up and out hit the ground hit the ground squatted and raised up like this and probably 10 yards 20-30 yards or 20-30 feet in front of us there's this thing standing And when it hit the ground, I'm still looking up at it because it hit the ground squatting and I'm still looking up at it. When it raised up, I'm looking even more up at it. And I was like, oh, fuck, we're dead. It was like my hope, my life, my fears came true that this now thing is at ground level with us. The awesomeness of this thing, I cannot put in words and describe. You just got to be there to see this. It was just like, did I just witness and see what I saw? Because if a human did this, one of two things would have happened. They would have either killed themselves or you would never walk again. This thing did this as if like you jumped off as a kid, off your third step as a kid on the floor. This thing did it like it was that like nothing. And I'm just like, Oh dear God. And I remember looking at buddy and I'll, I'll admit to this to your viewers. This is the time I pissed myself. I literally pissed in my pants. Buddy not only pissed himself, he shit himself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's when I smelled. And it wasn't that was smelling because the wind was blowing in its direction. I smelled this horrible smell and Buddy, he, he, he crafted his pants, literally. Yeah. I've heard that story and plenty of
2: times where people have encounters and they literally just let loose. They, they have no control.
0: It, the fear factor took in. I, You know, when I after I saw that and I looked at Buddy, he was like, oh, we're dead. This is where we're going to die. The first thing came to my mind was my dad because me and my dad were real close. And I was just thinking, I was telling God, please, God, my poor dad, at least let them find my body. God, please, for my dad, at least let him have something I can he can put in a casket and bury me. Because... I'm, I think I teared up. I was just, I couldn't believe what I saw. I was in shock. This infrasound stuff that people talk about, I'm personally going to call bullshit. I didn't get that. It was just a fear factor. I can't believe what I'm seeing. And then that's when it dawned on me that's not a werewolf, this is a Bigfoot. And Buddy, how did you get from here, from California, Pacific Northwest? Why are you here in West Virginia? Because <laughs> when you think of these things, you only right. think of one. Yeah. But there's more than one.
2: There's a lot more And I'm
0: just one. like, oh, dear God. And most people have a fight or flee mechanism. I have a fight mechanism. I'm like, I've taken martial arts for 14 years. Me and my brother were good at it. I'm sitting there thinking of like, what I'm going to do this thing. And I'm sitting there thinking like, you know what? I'm going to tickle it or piss it off. And you know, I knew it was a male because I'm sizing this thing up of what I'm going to do. Take down its knees, its muscle mass and bone density. It's just you can't even compare it to a human.
2: So at that time, Alan, you you thought you were literally going to die. That was what you, oh. you 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 succumbed to.
0: God, at least let my dad find some of my remains so he can put in a casket. I'm thinking I'm dead, and then I'm thinking of. Of protecting Buddy, as in, I'm gonna try to take its knee out, so at least he can deal with me and Buddy and get the hell out, at least. But after looking at this thing, you realize, (laughs) no, snapping of a twig is where this thing comes into mind. It will take branches this big, like we're like twisting toothpicks. Mm -hmm. The muscle mass on this thing was massive, massive. Why
2: don't you? uh, How tall was? How tall do you think this thing was?
0: So back then, I could get the rim. I couldn't dunk the ball, but I could hold on to the rim, grab the rim. The netting was somewhere in between the top of its lip to here. So the bottom of a net would be at the top of its lip, and the rim would be above its forehead, maybe a couple of inches.
2: So nine feet. We're talking
0: nine foot something. (laughs) So I'm from Louisville. So, anybody that's into wrestling, I'm going to give you an an example. So, OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling, worked with WWE. John Cena, Batista, Kane, Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, Paul Nash, all these guys worked in OVW. Okay. Me being from Louisville, I'd be around these guys, stood next to them, even the big show. This thing would make them look like children. And how I knew it was a male is because it would make John Holmes and Mr. Ed look like an infant. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to use tripod. You, knew, you
2: noticed that that feature.
0: I know it would make Mr. Ed blush. Wow. And I joke about it now, but at the time I was scared. But I always talk to my friends when we talked about it. I would just always look at them and say, I'm glad, A, this thing wasn't gay, lonely, and horny. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: And looking for a date.
0: <laughs> and its, its its Leg muscles And its hips and thighs Were just massive And then I could see Its feet, I could see its chest I could see its shoulders I could see its face And at the time I was thinking, screw buddy I'm going to jump over the berm Fall to my death And I'm going to make you work To get me to eat me That's what I'm thinking
2: right.
0: I can't believe what I'm seeing in front of me I'm like Oh, my God, they do exist. It's like an atheist seeing God for the first time. Oh, my God, you exist. Okay. And can you I'm describe, looking at its muscles. Can I'm you describe its face fur. for us? Uh, well, now,
2: can you describe the facial facial features of this? This thing the
0: was, I saw was an ancient human. I didn't see an ape or a gorilla. I saw a human. Not like us, but... It was just, it was like an ancient human. I saw more of a man than I saw uh, a gorilla. But I can see where people talk about a gorilla because it's covered in fur or hair, not fur, hair. It had a neck, but it wasn't down like people say, like their shoulders are up by their ears. Yeah, this thing had massive shoulders. But you could see probably an inch that its neck extended above its shoulders. It was broad. It was huge. It was wide. You know, it had a flat human-like nose with big nostrils. It had, I mean, it was showing me its teeth, but it wasn't growling. It was just like looking at me with its mouth open. It, it didn't have fangs. It had square human-like teeth.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, its face didn't have a lot of hair on it, but it didn't have a a human-like head, but it didn't have a gorilla cone-like head. It was somewhere in between, but it had a big forehead. So its hairline started up higher and the hair kind of came in like this a little bit on its cheeks Then went back out and kind of down below the chin. It had skin there, but hair, everything seated out.
2: What color was its skin?
0: It was a grayish, leathery, leathery-like. It was so on its chest it had pecs i could see its nipples and its pecs it had splotches of firm of or hair missing like um the only way i can think of it now at the time i didn't think about it because i was scared i was in shock but it was like this thing does a lot of crawling on its chest like it's rubbing it's rubbing its hair off its chest and it's crawling you had patches of it's 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 breast could have, was been, exposed.
2: could have been almost like alopecia or um some kind of that disorder or something like
0: that yeah but i'm not uh, now genetically i don't know genetically is it not have hair on its chest possibly i don't know but it have like round its abs and it had abs you could see the ripples in its abs you can see like the color of its skin then a the dark shadow then the color of its skin a dark shadow and i realized this thing has abs it was muscular i mean muscular but it had hair on like the outside of its rib cage so like in the middle to up to its breast it was completely uncovered with hair
2: okay kind of like a gorilla like a yeah
0: and you can see its chest expand and, and and go in as it breathed and you could hear it breathing it was a deep guttural breathing like <gasps> but it wasn't doing that to scare me that was just it's normal breathing and you could hear it and feel it and when it landed down on the ground you could feel the shock wave up because we kind of went back a little bit and that's when i was like oh fuck we're dead you could feel the impact of it in here it was just like oh wow you could see it's it's had hair on everything else knees legs thighs and when i looked down at the feet part of the top of the feet had hair missing but head hair And you can see how massively wide and long the feet were. And I was like looking at it and I was looking up at it and all this and that. And this whole incident from the moment we saw it, I would say it was anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half. And the only reason I go with that is the moment I left the truck and got back in the truck, I saw the time. And it was a two and a half hour time, but I'm guessing 45 minutes to an hour and a half of it was us dealing with this thing. Okay. And Buddy's crying, screaming. He's not screaming. He's whimpering. He's crying. He's digging into me. And when it first dropped, now I think why it didn't do anything to us is because when it hit the ground, I kind of did like my left hand was out like this. Like, oh, big guy, stop. My right hand, I broke away from Buddy and put around it like a, a, a mother would protect her children. And it was analyzing us. It saw this. It was having reason and logic. Logic. It was just, it was, it was, what's the word I'm looking for? It was sizing us up, realizing if I was a threat. And the weirdest thing was it was looking, if it was looking on my right side, it would tilt its left head and look. If it was looking on my left side, it would tilt its right head and look. And I realized this thing was looking to see if I had a weapon. It's like they're so smart. This thing was looking to see if I was a threat. And it surely, God, I wasn't a threat. And It was looking if I had anything. But my left hand was like, like, ho, ho, ho. And my right arm was wrapped around Buddy like to protect him. And it was almost like a mutual um, respect. Mm-hmm. It realized I wasn't there to harm it. Like I was going to do anything to it to begin with. So it was looking like left, looking right, seeing checking, see if we had a weapon. If the things were that smart. And then it had the blackest of eyes. And it had eyelashes. You could see it in the moon. People can say like you can't see visibly. Yeah, you can. And I begged it different anybody different. So I'm looking at this thing and it had the blackest of eyes and I saw white in its eyes. Then I wouldn't see white. Then I would see white. Then I wouldn't see white. And realized, because as we were walking, we were going around the bend, the moon is behind us now. And I realized that's a reflection of the moon in its size. And every time I didn't see the reflection, it was blinking. So this thing's visibly blinking. And you can see the moon, not see the moon. See the moon, not see the moon. I'm like, and I'm looking at Buddy, I'm like, or I'm not looking at Buddy, I'm telling Buddy, because I'm still looking at the thing. I was like, do you see that? And he's like, Why am I like, look at its eyes? I'm calmly just talking to Buddy. And I'm in this defensive stance like this. And I got my left leg out also, so I'm kind of like caddy cornered to him, like, ho oh. And he's like, oh, my God, is that thing blinking? I'm like, yeah. He's like, is that its eyes? I'm like, that's reflecting the moon behind you. He's like, oh, my God, we're going to die. The whole time, he's like <laughs> freaking out, crying. We're going to die. I'm like, calm down, calm down. And this thing's just standing there. And I see his chest expanding. I mean, its muscles had muscles. It's bone density density wow. on this thing is like my femur muscle might be its radius and ulna, the size oh on my its God. forearm. Jesus. And it's like I tell you what, I couldn't wrap my hands around his forearm. There's no way it's that big. Its legs was probably as round as my waist, my chest. I mean it was massive. I mean, it's like you can't make this stuff up. And I'm like looking at this. I can't believe what we're seeing. And it was probably 10, 15 minutes maybe of looking at this thing. I was like, you know, buddy, let's just slowly back up. It obviously doesn't want us here. Let's just slowly back up. Don't whatever you do. And I'm, I'm not looking at buddy. I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, whatever you do, for the love of God, do not run. So we're starting to walk off backwards slowly. And I got my hands up. like, oh, big guy. It's all yours. We mean you no harm. So we're slowly walking back slowly. And I'm kind of like this in a bowing, like, I mean you no harm, Master, kind of a thing. So I'm walking back, and this thing's just sitting there watching us, like, watching this. We're slowly creating distance. So, As we're getting farther from this thing, this thing's really not decreasing and shrinking in size. We're still walking backwards. So we're going from 20 yards to 30 yards to 40 yards to 50 yards distance away from this thing. This thing is not really shrinking in size. And and buddies that said, my God, we're getting a distance from this. And this thing is still looking big. And I'm like, why did you have to bring that up? Because I thought it was only me thinking this. So we're now like 70 yards, 80 yards. We're still moving backwards, still facing it. I still got my hands up. And this thing is not shrinking in size. And I'm like, oh, my God, this thing's huge. So I looked at Buddy. I said, let's slowly turn. I got my hands up. I'll keep my hands up. Let's just slowly turn 180 and make our way back towards Gordo and my truck. I said, don't make any fast motions. So as we're walking, we pivot around. I said, I got my hands up. Buddy grabs my arm, my left arm. So my left arm's kind of going down a little bit. And he's holding on, and he's whimpering, he's crying. And we're walking. As says, we're walking. You occasionally slowly look back and see what it's doing. So we're walking, and we're walking, and it's looking at us. It's not moving. So we're starting to come around the bend, and the bend's turning right. So as we're turning right, we're walking, and we're almost going to be out of its sight. I hear Buddy go, oh, God. I'm like, what? he's whimpering, he's like, oh my god, oh my god I'm like, what? He's like, it's fucking walking towards us it's fucking walking towards us I'm like, oh god, oh god so I look back and it's walking towards us and that's the motion I'm talking about it's left leg would sweep in with it's left arm and out it's right leg and arm would sweep in and out it was weird and it would like go up and down as it would do that it would be like this you know, that motion, it was weird and it's one step was like six of our steps. I mean, it's like long strides. If I had to guess six, seven foot strides, maybe. I mean, Jesus, it's not our strides. And when it's walking, you could hear the thumping. And when it hit and implanted, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, buddy, does it look pissed? He goes, it doesn't look happy. And I look back, I was like, well, it doesn't look pissed you know that's a good thing so we're walking i said let's pick up our pace a little bit and we're picking up our pace and this thing's just walking nonchalantly normal and it's slowly catching up to us closing ground within around 80 to 100 yards all right I, i can't don't know specifically but we got a good distance from it but we can visually see it and we're walking, and we're going around the bend, then we're going around the left bend. As we're going around the left bend, we can see it coming around the right bend, and you can hear it. So now we're coming up to where we can see the headlights of my truck shooting across the mountain. And I'm like, okay, buddy, here's what we're gonna do. So as we're walking faster, we're still walking, and I'm talking to him, Was like, once we get in the headlights, I'm gonna go one, two, three, run, and start running, making noises. So we're probably twenty yards from the bin where we'll be in the headlights, and uh, I'm telling Buddy, I was like, "All right, so once I go three, two, one, run, go." Somewhere in the process, Buddy effed up because when he heard "run, go," he took off running. <laughs> Jeez.
1: Yeah, he just wanted to get out of there.
0: And yeah. I, what
1: now? He just wanted to get out of there.
0: Oh yeah, and I stopped and, sh- and told Chuck, "Like, what, what the hell?" He starts running. Chubby buddy could run. All right. When your life's dependent on it, the adrenaline kicks in. You can do things that you normally can't do. All right. Like women that their kids are trapped underneath cars, they get the adrenaline, they can lift the car up to free their child. Buddy ran like Carl Lewis. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and I'm just stopped for a second. Then I hear a, a big, large thud. And I look back, it stopped. It was like in shock it couldn't see, believe what it was seeing it saw Buddy running, leaving me and I'm standing there like in total shock then I realized I'm in the dark with this thing alone Buddy's running and I'm like looking at Buddy in shock and I look back at this thing and this thing's like looking at me in shock like holy shit and it's more upright now and it's and it's arms are in not down, it's arms are in like you know to its, to its side like what the hell am I witnessing here? And then I look back at Buddy and I see now Buddy in the headlights, the beam lights of the truck, and he's screaming, Garo, Garo, get us out of here, it's behind us, all this and that.
2: So and wait, Alan, you're telling me that this thing was surprised that your buddy it, it saw your buddy take off running and had a shocked look on its face as well as you did. Either, what you witnessed. It, it
0: either was oh. in shock that Buddy left me or is in shock of me being in shock that Buddy left me. Okay. That's cool. was like, What the hell? <laughs>
2: yeah, I was what like, "Why is he running?"
0: I didn't say go yet. <laughs> so it's run. So Buddy's now in the headlights, and he's now going around the bend where I cannot see Buddy anymore, but I can hear him. I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm alone here." And I look back, and this thing's like looking at me. I don't know if it's pissed. I don't know, but it's, it's facial expression changed. Then it dawned on me: feet don't fail me now. I haul ass running. As I'm running, this thing starts running. So, the people are right. When you run from wild animals, they like the chase. So don't run from a bear. You know, don't run from predators. I'm just, fear kicked in. I ran, and I can hear this thing. The large thumping thuds. So when I'm looking back, Its run was different from its walk. Its run was the legs first started moving in and out, but it went from moving in and out to moving frontwards, like this. Then its arms started going, instead of going like this and that, its arms started going like this. But they were more down. They didn't come up like we do, like, you know, up towards our chin running. This thing was like the arms were swaying down low. Like, going up and down a little bit towards the waist. Okay. Anything that... You, did you ask a question?
2: No, I was just... You You took off running, and that thing, that thing was coming after you, and you're you, you were describing so I'm it. i running. I would be freaked I, out as shit right now at this point.
0: Oh, I uh, did. I mean, I, I, I can't piss myself because I already pissed myself a couple of yards behind me right. when this thing jumped off the cliff, which... I don't have nightmares over the situation, but I'll occasionally be watching something or I'll, if I'm in the process of going to fall asleep to actually being alert, I'll envision this thing jumping off and I'll just come to you like, oh, wow. That's the thing I remember the most about this. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. When it jumped off the Getting back to the story. I'm looking back. I'm running. I'm like, you know, I'm physically fit at the time. I'm like 20. I think I'm 20, 19 at the time. This was ninety-one, so I was nineteen. Eighteen, nineteen. So I'm running, I'm looking back. This thing is running. It's strides running. Can't do its justice. I'm if I had to guess running, this thing is an eight, ten-foot stride. And when it hit wow. the ground, you would hear it. It was a violent thud with an echo. Cause I would hear it off the right side of the mountain. It was a thud and that scares the hell out of me because I can still hear it. It's just the thud, the thud. One thing seeing these things, another thing to hear the actions of it. It just scares the shit out of you. So I'm hearing this do 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 doom behind me and it's getting closer, louder, more violent, louding, uh, sounding. And I keep looking back and I'm like, oh my God, this thing's making gains on me. So I'm hauling ass. I'm probably about 10 yards from the light from the bend of my headlights. And I swear to God, I could hear this thing breathing behind me as it's running and making thump noises. So I get into the light of the truck turning right to the bend and I can see Buddy and he's just screaming. I can see Gordo off in the distance getting out of my truck because I can literally see the dome light of my truck. I'm not looking in the headlights of my truck to blind me. I'm looking off to the right of my truck. My peripheral vision, I see Gordo getting out of my truck. And he's like, what the hell's going on? Buddy, what's going on? Hey, Al, what the the fuck is that behind you? Because I'm in the lights now. And I can just hear Gordo saying, what the fuck is that behind you, Al? Because he always called me Al. He was like, With that big hairy thing behind you I'm like you know get in the truck back her up get us the hell out of here get the gun I'm yelling all kinds of stuff and I can hear this thing behind me it's almost like I could feel this thing breathing on my neck but it wasn't but it was just it felt like it I could hear it breathing and I'm catching up to Buddy and Buddy's just screaming and crying I don't want to die I don't want to die I don't want to die and I'm getting right past Buddy so as I'm running I'm, I'm like right with Buddy and I'm running, taking my left leg, kicking him in his ass as I'm running. I'm, and I'm slowing down, <laughs> kicking his ass with my left leg. And I'm like, Buddy, if you die, we're dead. You're dead. And it's like a bolt of energy. And he just literally took off and left me like Carl Lewis got into his body. He took off, left me. I'm running for dear life. He's leaving me. This thing's behind me. And I tell Gordo, get back in the truck, do a three-point turnaround, and pull the back of the truck at the gate so we can jump in the back of the truck. Buddy faster than I would have ever expected him, If even if he was physically fit. He got to the gate. He got over the gate like a hurdler going over hurdles. He got into the truck... Gordo pulls the truck around and now I'm not in the beam lights of my headlights and the beam lights. And I'm now that's security for me. Now I'm in the dark with this thing behind me and I'm thinking, Oh dear God, this is where I'm literally going to die. I'm in the dark. That's number two security blanket taken away from me. Previously the ridgeline, when it was up up top, the ridgeline distance was my security blanket. That thing previously squashed that theory. Now I figured with the lights, it won't react the way it should react. So when Gordo turned my truck around to back up, now I'm not in the lights. My second security blanket was taken. I'm sitting there thinking, this is where Alan dies. This is where I die. This thing's gonna grab me and it's over with. At least, you know, Gordo and Buddy get out and tell people what happened, we're good. So Gordo backed it up, maybe two feet from the gate. I'm running. Now I can hear this thing breathing directly behind me. I can hear it. Now I feel it breathing on me, and I'm thinking, okay, this thing's literally breathing on me. I can hear the deep belt roll breathing, all this and that. I'm getting close to the gate, and I'm like yelling, drive off, because he's got my back window of my truck open. And he's screaming, it's right directly behind me because he can see it in my brake lights. I can't, I'm not turning around. I don't know how close it is behind me. I can just hear it. I'm like, feet don't fail me now. And I'm, you know, like, God, please, you know, if this is the time I commence my soul to death. So I'm running, I'm getting close to lead gate. Gordo starts peeling off my truck. He's got, you know, my truck's a stick ship. So as he's peeling, the back wheels of my tires are, are, are spinning because I didn't have to put in a four wheel drive. Rocks, dust, and dirt are flinging up on me. He's getting distance away from me. I jump with my left leg hitting the top of the pole, which was perfect, thank you, God. As I hit it, I jump leaping into my truck as Gordo's pulling off. And as I'm going over my tailgate, I'm spinning around. I'm thinking, please don't land on my ribs on the tailgate because I'll break my ribs. So as I'm jumping in the back of my truck, I'm pivoting where I can land in the back of my truck, like spread out. Okay. And God works in mysterious ways There is a God, if people don't believe in God That's your problem, not mine But God was with us that day Because I landed perfectly in the back of my truck As I landed in the back of my truck I hear this large thump crash Like Bam! And then as I'm laying in the back of my truck Looking up like this I see an arm swipe across The bed of my truck Like this thing was taking a swipe with it's right arm as I'm diving in the back of my truck and I'm like this, and I hear that bam, and Gordle's driving off, and I'm like, gun it, don't stop. So I can hear him going first gear to second gear to third gear. He's in fourth gear. I'm like, if you got to put it in fifth gear, go right ahead, just keep gunning. So we're getting away, and I can hear him in fourth gear, and fourth gear probably does fifth in the truck. And he's like, do we stop at the, the, uh, the, the, the bridge. I'm like, no, you keep going till we get to Buddy's house. Don't even stop on the black top. And we, I can hear us getting back on the black top. I can hear us going across the bridge. I can hear, I can feel uh, Gordo take a left onto the, the main black top of the road. I can see us passing, you know, certain encampments to the lights. I can see us passing gas stations. But you're in the back of the truck laying down, store. freaking out at Why this now?
2: point. You're in the back of the truck just freaking out at this point.
0: I'm freaking out man So we get to Gordo's uh, We get uh, the Buddy's house And I'm still in the back of the truck Soon, I don't even think Gordo gets to stop When Buddy jumps out and starts screaming And starts You can hear him run to his house I'm still laying at the back of the truck Looking up at the stars and the full moon Gordo's still in my truck And you can just hear Buddy screaming inside the truck In his house His mom and dad and his brother and sister Are like what's going on And I'm talking to Gordo I'm like Gordo you alright? And you just hear this, yeah. I was like, you sure you're all right? Yeah. I'm like, how you feel? I don't want to talk right now. I was like, find no problem. And the next thing I know, to my right, I see Buddy's dad leaning over. He's like, boys, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I just need a moment to myself. And you still hear Buddy inside the house screaming and crying. And his mom's freaking out. Now people are coming out like what the hell's going on and it's like what what's going on and, and we're like we saw it and there's people talking they open because when buddy got out of my truck he didn't shut the door and I remember hearing a guy's wife's like son are you alright he's like yes ma'am and I can hear her saying you can let off the steering wheel now and he's like nope I'm good I'm good she's like you know, you put it in neutral and let your your foot off the you know, the brakes and stuff and he's like no I'm good I'm good I'll keep it in gear. I'm good because Gordo's freaking out. And and I can see people on the left side of my, my truck bed are like, son, you all right? I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. Like, won't you raise up a little bit? And they kind of helped me raise up. And that's when I hear uh, Buddy's dad saying, Ellen, you all right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you don't look all right. You, you pissed your pants. I'm like, yeah, it did it to me. Wow. And I can hear Buddy in the house freaking out. His mom comes out. It's like, what the hell did y'all do to my son? He's freaking out. He's going in shock, and the lady's like, you know, you need to call the the the, the hospital. You need to take him to the hospital. He's in shock. He's freaking out. He's in the bathroom now. He won't come out. And I can hear him screaming inside his house, crying. More people are coming out. And the lady's like, Boys, y'all want anything to drink? I said, Man, I'll take a coke. Cause I'm like in shocks and Gordo won't let go of the steering wheel. So I'm raising up, sitting on the tailgate, and I kinda like look back and I see Gordo. His back to me, he's just sitting there just white-knuckling my steering wheel. He's just looking forward. He won't look left or right. He's just looking forward. There's a lady sitting in the truck now, talking to him, rubbing on his shoulders like everything's all right. He's got the window cracked a little bit, the driver's side window, and Buddy's dad's talking to him like this, like, you can lock the door. Just, you're safe. You know, he's like, speaking through the crack. You can, Gordo, you can unlock the door. And Gordo's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. It's funny, I was like, Gordo, let go you're alright and he let go of the steering wheel he went like this put his hands up like he's being arrested he leaned back and slowly put his arms down and the lady took his head and put it under her shoulder and just hugging and petting him it's like son you're alright you're alright they got him out of the truck I think he hugged Gordo I think he hugged Buddy's dad and embraced him it was like it was the biggest fucking thing I've ever seen and Gordo doesn't cuss and to hear him say that, they realized something happened up there to us. And I'm now sitting there talking to other people and they're getting us a drink and I'm chugging it down. And they're like, What'd you run into? I said, I ran into the biggest fucking hairiest thing I've ever seen. And that's when they were like, See, we told you every time you come here and visit your relatives, you're out there shooting basketball night. Like, we told you the booger would get you. And I was like, I'm from the city. When you say booger, I think boogeyman, not some nine foot fucking creature. Right. And there that's when I found out that the booger meant wood booger, the mountain booger meant Bigfoot.
2: Alan, that's an amazing story. Dude, Christ, man, that's
1: crazy. Totally an amazing story. And then story. we went back up there. Wow. And I love I, I, Alan, I, I love
2: I love listening to your story because you, you tell that story. You you are a good storyteller and, and your details no, awesome. describe things to people that would, you know, maybe be doubters that go, wait a minute. How does he know this? Why why would he say this? Um uh, yeah, truly amazing. What what did you think? I mean, how did you deal with it after the fact? What what happened after after those days?
0: I didn't go hunting. I didn't go back in the woods, I didn't go fishing. I was like, you know what, I'm retired. I'll find something else to take my time. I didn't go back hunting until I went ninety five to Colorado. Alan,
2: we really appreciate you coming on, man, and talk, talking about your incident and your encounter. Uh, we got to get you back on for sure. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate yeah, man, it so we much, appreciate
0: man. It. We
1: really do appreciate it. No problem. It.
0: I'm glad you all invited me. I look forward to it again.
2: Yeah, definitely. We'll get you back on and talk about, about some more stuff for sure. Yeah, and uh, if you see anything or run into anything else out there in your meantime, you got to get a hold of us and let us know what's going on, man.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I'll let you know what happens when we had to go retrieve the side by side on the one property.
2: Okay. Yeah, you told me about that too. We'll get into that well, as well.
0: Alright, that sounds like an interesting <laughs> one.
1: Sorry, Brian, I didn't yeah. fill, on one, uh. feel, let, Brian, fill you in on that one. I'll let
0: Todd fill I'll Brian, I'll let Todd fill you in on that.
1: Okay, right on. All right,
2: guys. Well, Brian. Uh anything yeah, else man, for as anything always. else? No. For, for,
1: no man, just for thank Alan. you. Thank you. That was I think you gave us the best description of one that I've heard yet. Right. So right that was that was
0: awesome Uh, it put the fear of god in you when you see you know people say they want to see these things when you see one it freaks you out and it ruins you for life
2: i heard that too it changes you for life did it change you for life
0: it does yeah i believe it all right alan appreciate it man we
2: will talk again soon bro take care Care. take care brother god bless be safe all right you too Brian, that was an awesome show. Alan is a great storyteller, as we said before. What do you think about that guy, man?
1: Yeah, he's quite a character. But yeah, that was a great story, and uh, it was fun listening to him tell it.
2: Yeah, yeah, we got to bring him back on. He knows a lot more things than he's leading on to know, and um, he's willing to talk about some things. So I think we should bring him back on sometime in the future and uh, get some philosophies and some other stories from him if he's willing to say some things to us, you know. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, we can always bring him back uh, if he's got more info. Right, right. they more than happy to hear them out. Right. Speaking of info,
2: I think people should email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co com, right. to right. come be on the show if they've had an experience or encounter that uh, they'd like to share with uh, everybody. That's
1: right. You can also get us a Twitter at CryptidCreature1. No E on the end of that. CryptidCreature1 at Twitter. Uh, and also Instagram at cryptid underscore creatures.
2: Absolutely. And we have a Facebook page. Come be our friend as well and join That's our right. group. That's right. We'll post special things on the group and special encounters and let you know about upcoming episodes. And um, if you, like I said, if you want to be on our show and you've had an encounter, of any kind of cryptic creature, whether it be Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, Mothman, Jersey Devil, you name it, aliens, uh, let us know. We'd love to hear yeah. from you and get you on the show. We want to get as many different things going as we'll we even, can.
1: We'll even take some good hauntings if you got them. Absolutely. We need a good haunting. <laughs> well, okay, not for yeah, us do. personally,
2: but we need to get one on here, Brian.
1: Right. Yes. No, not. I don't want a haunting here. but <laughs> No. But, I mean, yeah. if that's what it has to happen to make a good show,
2: that's what we'll deal with. So.
1: That is true. I mean... I guess personal experience would be the best one, wouldn't it?
2: Right. But we'll leave that to the guests
1: for yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're here for.
2: Brian, thanks so much for uh, hanging out, man. Appreciate yes, it. Yeah, it's
1: always a, always a fun time, man. And great show.
2: Right on, man. Until next time, you take care and we'll talk soon. See you next episode. Yep. Adios. Hey, guys. It's Todd from Cryptid Creatures. Have you ever thought about making your own podcast? If so, you got to use Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. The cool thing about Anchor is it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money on your podcast. The more people that listen, the more money you can make. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.